Hey, everyone, and Merry Christmas. I'm Laura Molitor here with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast, and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Well, it is Christmas Day today, and uh, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's still a wonderful day to reflect on the spirit behind it, something that I think transcends religious beliefs and practices and is really about recognizing and honoring the birth of a life-changing idea. This year's probably looking quite different for all of us in our celebrations of Christmas and other holidays we generally celebrate at this time of year. Gatherings are quiet or maybe non-existent. Church services may be remote. The usual flurry of shopping even has become less of a given. But doesn't this, in fact, give us more of an occasion to reflect a bit more on the spiritual essence of Christmas, why it matters to us beyond the holiday practices we may have gotten used to and expect? This year especially, what we're likely most needing is a new view. We can enjoy our celebrations and appreciate gifts and family, whether those people are near or far. We can cherish them in our hearts at this time of year. But we can also really pause and quietly come to the manger, so to speak, be humbly ready to witness something pure, beautiful, healing, new, and saving. This is the Christ. It appeared as a little baby centuries ago, uh, the power of that pure concept leading people from near and far to come and to worship. Did they even know what they were worshiping? Did they know what Jesus would become and do? Maybe some of the prophets did, but likely the shepherds didn't. But something impelled them to honor this child, this particular innocent baby, this newborn idea come come with what? With a promise of something more, with a promise about life, about our relationship with God and with love a promise that transcended what they had known before. And they could all feel that promise. Those that gathered according to our Bible accountings, they could feel that promise. They must have felt the impulse to believe. They must have felt that calling to, even for a moment, give up their doubts and their problems and to come before that new idea with hope, with expectation with a fresh heart, ready to see what was to come. Well, this Christmas, I'm thinking a lot about that, and I feel the impulse myself to be humbly expectant and present, ready to witness something wonderful, awakening a new hope in me and maybe a new reverence. I want to reflect on this Christ idea, the healing thought of God and his love for us, and uh, that the healing that it brings to our lives, that this relationship brings to us. I want to reflect on the gentle yet powerful spirit of goodness and light that Jesus revealed to us and to think about it like I've never heard that before. Like that babe, that Messiah idea was brand new to me. You know, like when we come to some new awareness of something, we start on something new, we read something that's life-changing, we see a scene that takes us to new heights. 
we fall in love for the first time. I want to take today in the middle of what feels like a hellish year to cherish the possibility of heaven like it's new, to know that there's something greater than a material moment in time and that I'm ready to see it and to feel it and to experience it today on Christmas and beyond. This is my sense of the Christ and of Christmas this year. It's a way I'm thinking about the holiday, about the holy day that indicates a power and presence that's beyond our human sense of things often feels out of control or limited. It's kind of kneeling before the manger, bringing my gifts, my own gifts, which aren't gold and myrrh like the wise men of old, but my gift is the spirit of hope. My gift is conscious gratitude. My gift is a willingness to give up complaint, let go of the muttering and sputtering of this year and be ready to obey a higher call one which sees the light as more powerful than the darkness and is ready to carry that torch out into the world, to be a part of a, of a movement that the Christ initiated, not only in Jesus' day and age, but in the hearts of people everywhere who are just conscious of the holy power of love, who stop judging and condemning and are awake to the unity of all, the oneness we have as the family of God. I found these thoughts from Martin Luther King Jr. Um, it's his Christmas Eve sermon on peace delivered on Christmas Eve on 1967. Uh, in 1967, uh, some of these ideas seemed really relevant today. He opens his sermon like this: "This Christmas season finds us a rather bewildered human race. We have neither peace within nor peace without." Everywhere, paralyzing fears herald people by day and haunt them by night. Our world is sick with war. Everywhere we turn, we see its ominous possibilities. And yet, my friends, the Christmas hope for peace and goodwill toward all men can no longer be dismissed as a kind of pious dream of some utopian. If we don't have goodwill toward men in this world, we will destroy ourselves by the misuse of our own instruments and our own power. Hmm. And he ends the sermon this way. I still have a dream that with this faith, we will be able to adjourn the councils of despair and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. With this faith, we will be able to speed up the day when there will be peace on earth and goodwill toward men. It will be a glorious day. The morning stars will sing together and the sons of God will shout for joy. End of quote and amen to that. So I'm focusing on this spirit of peace and love today, the one that Jesus brought to light and practiced. I'm coming to this idea or trying to with a new sense of appreciation for the truth. I hope you'll join me in this, and I also just hope you will have a very Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week.